The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. He replied, What do you wish me to do for you? They answered him, Grant that in your glory we may sit one at your right hand and the other at your left. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism which I am baptized? They said to him, We can. Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right or at my left is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at James and John. Jesus summoned them and said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. One of the things that frightens me the most about the time we live in is how much noise constantly pervades our lives. I'm not necessarily speaking of the noise we hear when we walk outside, the roaring of engines, the blaring of sirens, or the constant hum of a cacophony of sounds that we just can't pinpoint. These are all annoying in their own right. But I'm talking about the noise that soaks into our hearts and our minds telling us that we need more. It's the noise of politicians and pundits who tell us we need more power and more victory at all costs. It's the noise of the world that tempts us with more pleasure and more possessions. It's the noise of sin that turns man in on himself, leaving him seeking after more gods that will only leave him wanting. When this noise saturates our lives, whether by our invitation or the noise's compulsion, 
we become deaf to the voice of the one who calls us by name, invites us into his presence, and knows what's best for us. I'm speaking here of the one Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When we become deaf to the voice of Jesus, we begin demanding from him things that are temporary in order to fill the void that can only be filled with that which is eternal. When we become deaf to the voice of Jesus, we live lives according to the ways of the world rather than according to the way of heaven. Take, for example, the disciples in today's gospel lesson. Even though Jesus has explicitly taught that less is more in the kingdom of God, that the dependent child is the model for a right relationship with our Heavenly Father, the disciples are so distracted by the noise of the world that they refuse to listen to him. They've got the sound of earthly power and honor and privilege ringing so loud in their ears that they make a ridiculous request. Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. Jesus, give us what we want. We need more. Let us be earthly rulers in your kingdom, lording over the lowly and exercising authority over the proud. Jesus, give us more. We can see the patience of Jesus in this text. Jesus, in his great compassion, doesn't lash out at his disciples for their failure to listen. It's what I would do if I was Jesus. And thanks be to God, he doesn't lash out at us when we fail to listen either, when we're constantly surrounded and invite in the noises of the world. No, instead, Jesus continues to gently teach us the way of heaven. He responds to his disciples, you know that those who are considers considered rulers of the Gentiles, lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. Whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve 
and to give his life as a ransom for many. In the face of our cries for more, Jesus continually shows us not the life we want, but the life we need. This life of receiving the lowly, striving for sexual purity, giving all the possessions away that keep us from a right relationship between God and us and us and others, and ultimately being a slave to all. This life that Jesus describes seems dreadful, absolutely dreadful to the more of the world. Why would you ever want that? But my dear friends, this life which Jesus described that you need is his life. It is the beautiful life of Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, our great high priest, who passed through the heavens, took on our flesh, and was tempted as we are. Yet he did not sin. It's the Jesus who received the lowly and the sinful. It's the Jesus who remained celibate while elevating the beauty of marriage. It's Jesus who, in being a slave to all, gave away all his possessions, even his very life as a ransom for many. He dies And he rises so that we might be given that which will fully satisfy us. Himself, the forgiveness of sins, and eternal life with our God. And he gives this to us in very simple ways. He gently speaks his forgiveness and promises over us with his living voice that is sharper than any two-edged sword and that can penetrate through the noise of the world. If only we'd listen. If only we'd give times of silence to say, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Jesus gives us his baptism, not the baptism of sins that he had in the Jordan, but the baptism of eternal life that raises us anew. He gives us his cup to drink, but it's not the cup of wrath. He took that for you, and instead he gives you his very blood that pulls you out of the noise and unites you closer to him. It's so beautiful, it's so simple, but it's eternal. 
in doing all of this, he's inviting us to share in his life and join him as we make our way homeward to life eternal with him. He calls us to a life of less now, less noise, less possessions, less corrupted power, so that we might focus our eyes on the more of heaven. When we listen to the voice of Jesus, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And when we humble ourselves to be the servant and slave of all, we realize that giving it all up actually produces so much blessing for ourselves, but more importantly for those around us. Because when we live a life of humility and are slave to all, those who were once lost in the noise of the world begin to hear the gentle, living voice of Jesus calling them back home. When we live lives of humility and we join Jesus and speaking His truth and His love, hearts are converted. Lives are baptized. And hungry, weary souls are nourished. It's a difficult text, but it's the beauty of the Christian life. And it's that which the Lord offers to you here this evening. Come, listen to the voice of Jesus calling you out of the noise of your life, out of the noise of the world, into the quiet solitude of eternal life with Him. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.